Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 101. Let's make some magic happen. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, the one with the funny American accent, Pat Flynn. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn. Welcome to session 101 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. We're diving straight into the next 100 episodes of the podcast. And, um, you know, I appreciate your support so much. And I got a great episode for you today because not only are we bringing a, a, a featured guest on, but this featured guest is actually, you know, I can call him a student of mine. This is somebody I've been working with for the last six months. Kind of background behind this is when I started Niche Site Duel 2.0. This is the second round of me building a website from scratch publicly on smartpassiveincome.com. I did it successfully the first time around. This was back in 2010 in the Security Guard Training niche. And that site at securityguardtraininghq.com has been up for you know a few years now and it's consistently earning between $1,500 and $3,000 a month, uh, You know, mostly passively. I just spend a couple hours a month maintaining that site. But that was done in 2010, and you know, the website creation and 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 business development process has changed since then. And mostly, Google has changed since then. It seems like they're changing every month. It seems so. A lot of people were asking, "Well, how would you go about doing the same experiment today?" And that's where Niche Site Duel 2.0 came from. And you can get information about all the posts I've written about that process for the site that I'm building now, which is serving the food truck business owner and the future food truck business owner. You can check all that information out at nichesitedual.com. So check that out. But when I want, you know, one thing I wanted to do the second time around um, when all this started, I wanted to get, you know, a group of four to six people together and work with them to help them build up their brands, build up their businesses, their website, their traffic. And it's not like I'm doing it for them. Right? I wanted to bring these students on so I could guide them, so that I can show them and be there as a resource so they can do it themselves, which is the whole point of Niche Site Duel. I'll show how I do it. I talk about the ups and downs, the wins, the losses, the mistakes and the failures and the good things that I did so that other people can emulate and try those things out for themselves too. And so that's what we're doing in this sort of Niche Site Duel mastermind group. And there's one student in particular that I wanted to highlight and bring on the show today. And this is a person named Ken Kelly. 
And what's cool about him, I mean, there's so many cool things about him, but, uh, you know, he's, he's an incredible action taker. He is already seeing success and revenue from the site that he's created. And he's a magician, which is so cool. I've always been infatuated with the idea of magic. And for those of you who were at New Media Expo this past January at my presentation, or maybe you heard about it, um, I included magic in that presentation. And guess who was my coach? Ken Kelly. Ken had heard through my talking about this upcoming presentation in the group. Uh, you know, we meet, you know, on average once a month, sometimes more, sometimes less. But they had heard that I was doing this presentation and I sort of joked that I wanted to include something interesting or surprising at the end to just sort of make it memorable. I always try to do something different and, and push the envelope in my presentations. And Ken had suggested or just sort of, uh, you know, randomly said, hey, why don't you do magic? And I was like, that would be cool, but what would I do? And then he actually uh, chatted with me for longer after that meeting was over on Skype and gave me some great ideas on how I could incorporate magic into the message that I wanted to share in this presentation. And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. And Ken was like, yeah, let's do. Let's make this a regular meeting. I'll teach you these tricks and I'll show you and I'll help you with your stage presence and all that stuff. And for those of you who are there at New Media Expo, I mean, you saw it. You saw the outcome of Ken teaching me and he did that because I was teaching him with this website stuff and building up his niche site. And um, so I'm just I'm so pleased to have him on here today. That's sort of the background behind how all this got started. And you know, he's a magician. His niche site is in the is in the magic industry, but it has done so much for him. Um, you know, not just monetarily. I mean, it's only beginning to start. It's only starting to make money, but it's done so much more for him as far as opportunity and a lot of other things as well. So you're going to hear his whole story. Ken provides a lot of great information and really detailed strategic uh, tips and things like that. Things that he's done that has worked for him that could also work for you too. So let's just let's just dive right in. Sorry, I'm just so excited to have Ken on. He's such a he's such an awesome guy. Obviously, great accent you'll hear. Um, he's over in the UK and. Um, yeah, I'm going to stop talking so we can get right into this interview. So here's an interview with Ken Kelly. He's going to share ex his exact URL and the sort of niche within the magic niche that he's targeting. So here we go. Enjoy. Ken Kelly, what is up? Thank you so much for coming on the Smart Passive Income Podcast. How are you? I am so, so good. And I'm, I'm so uh, happy to be here. I really am. Well, it's about time you're on the show because you're doing a lot of amazing things. And of course, you and I have talked quite often over the last uh, several months. You are in sort of a mastermind group with myself and a few others who are also doing the niche site duel. And beyond that, and I want everybody to know this, that uh, you know, my, my recent presentation at New Media Expo uh, in January, I included some magic in the presentation. And a lot of people were like, How, did you know magic before this? How did you, where, where did you learn this? Did you just watch YouTube videos and figure it out? And no, I hired a, I, I didn't hire a coach, but I had a coach. And Ken was my coach. He offered to sort of teach me a few tricks that would be relevant to the content that I was sharing in that presentation. And he did such an amazing job as a teacher. And I just got so excited. And then I did the presentation. I, I did the magic. People loved it. And so, Ken, I just want to thank you and, here on the show publicly just for all the help you've given me and um you know i want to give that part of the presentation uh to credit credit it to you because you, you actually inspired that whole ending which has become a very memorable part of the presentation something people are still talking about and i'm still sort of high about getting like getting to do that in front of everybody i never would have thought i would have done magic so thank you for that 
Well, thank you very much, Pat, for, for those very kind words. And, and I just love magic. I eat, sleep and breathe it. And it's really cool to know that it, uh, it's contagious and, and that you caught a little bit of that bug and you took it into your presentation and that was received positively. And hey, you know, magic at the end of the day, it, it brings the kid out in our heart. It brings <laughs> that wonderment out. Um, and uh, if you were able to share that uh, with your audience, and it does, it makes a memorable impact because magic is not something we see every day. It's that kind of thing that hits our brain uh, and changes the way we think. It, it uh, questions all that we know because it just doesn't fit in there. And yeah, it, it, makes, uh, it makes people sit up and take notice, I guess. But I'm just so glad you got something out of that. And I had to tell you a quick story. One of the people that I picked out of the crowd to do a magic trick on... Um, he actually did magic for a long part of his life. <laughs> and, and, and he came up to me after the show, and uh, he was talking about how he used to do magic and just kind of lost interest. And then I got an email from him a couple weeks later just saying that this presentation re-sparked his interest in magic, and now he's doing it again, and he's, he's learning more tricks, and he's just gotten even more excited. So uh, you know, that's, again, because of you. So it's just kind of, it's just kind of paying it forward and, and touching lives and, you know, of course, he's going to do magic and help other people and, and, and entertain others. It's just, it's just so cool how this works. Uh, just, just hearing you share that with me, Pat, it just makes my, my heart smile. It really does. Uh, part of the, the passion that I have for magic is to carry that torch forward uh, and to, to share it with other people and to, to share that magic, yes, it is a... Um, it's about secrets and it's about guarding those secrets, but not from people who genuinely want to learn magic and get out and perform it. And if you re-sparked and rekindled that in somebody else, how wonderful that is. That's awesome. Yeah, and now I'm, you know, I went to Disneyland with my family the other day and there's a magic store in Disneyland. And I was yeah. sitting there for like a half hour watching this guy do all this magic. And I was like, I want to buy every single trick here because this is <laughs> awesome. Uh, but I yeah. didn't. But I just let the magic sort of just mesmerize me. And I was just so happy to be there. Um, but anyway, a lot of people have been asking, well, Pat, when is this full version of your new Media Expo presentation coming out. We've seen the highlight reel. And um, if, if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash highlight, that'll take you to the highlight reel. Um, I was actually asked to potentially do this presentation again. Like it was that good. It's People were talking about it and I got asked to do this presentation again. And I, and I feel like for this conference that I, I might do this for, um, it would only be right if I didn't share the full-length video until after that conference. So I, I apologize for those of you who are waiting. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But I, I want the full effect for those who will be there live when I present this again um, before I share it. So I hope you guys all understand that. I mean, does that does that make sense, Ken? Like, it definitely makes sense. You, you want to be keeping that element of surprise. And I, and I guess you will be sharing it when the time comes right. Uh, and it gives us all something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into in, into your story, Ken. You have a, you, you have a, an amazing history and, and, and sort of where life is taking you now and what you're doing now. And of course, I want to get into the things that, are doing, that you're doing now and the things that are successful for you. But where did, where did you start? What were you doing before all the stuff that you're doing online now? Uh, wow, it's been it's been quite a road, if I'm honest with you. And uh, I guess my road started when I was very young. I was six years old. I got a magic set. Uh, it was bought to me by my father, uh, and I just, uh, as an only child, um, I found that I got something out of this. It, it got me kind of attention from other people. I guess I was quite a skinny child when I was growing up, and we immigrated to South Africa from the United Kingdom when I was six years old. So my family wasn't around me. 
Um, and because of the work my father did, he, he moved around a lot. So by the time I went into high school, I'd been in six different schools. That's a lot of going wow. into the class for the first time and meeting everyone and then kind of making some friends and, and being whipped away to another school. So I guess I was quite awkward in, in making friends. It became difficult for me. But the, when, when I found magic and I started showing that to people, something lit up in me, um, something that to, to this day really, really feels special. And it was a way of giving something to other people. And wherever you go with magic tricks in your pocket, you have friends. So I chose to do it as a career. I guess against the uh, advice of my parents, when I was saying I want to be a full-time magician, they were saying fine when I was a young boy. But when I started getting to uh, last year's <laughs> high school, they were saying, hey, Ken, you're seriously going to be thinking about a, a career with some future in it. But it was really what I wanted to do. And I, I left school and I tried going and working in a store and getting into retail. And it didn't work out for me. I, I hated every minute of it. And going to the store that I was working in, I was doing a management uh, a training course there. I would walk past the buskers in the street every day, Pat, and I'd look at them and I'd envy these guys that got to travel around and just perform and entertain people for a living. So one day I plucked up, plucked up the courage, walked into my manager. I had my uniform on a hanger. I handed him the uniform and I said, hey, I'm off to the street. And I wow. went and stood on the street and it was the first <laughs> money that I'd made from doing magic. It wasn't easy. And I guess by doing that, I could see why my parents were saying, get yourself a proper job or a proper career because it is a, it's a hard taskmaster. Uh, but from there, um, I, I came back to South Africa. I, I won the junior championships of magic. Uh, my passion was that strong. I went on and won to the senior championships of magic. That's cool. I was very fortunate to uh, represent South Africa at FISM, which is kind of the Olympics of magic, I guess you could call it. Uh, very apt at the moment. We've got the Winter Olympics going on. And we represented South Africa there. And when I came back, lots of publicity. And I, I managed to get myself a television show, uh, which ran for some years, uh, entertaining children with magic and, and kind of doing some script writing. Uh, and from there, it just branched off and, and grew and grew and grew. And it has been the greatest career ever. There's been low times. There have been difficult times. Uh, but overall, it's just been absolutely amazing. And taking it online uh, is just the next step in that, I guess. So, for what? So, you were performing magic for groups of people, and 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 just going around where you were being hired. You were on television, and you were just performing. So, you you had to be there in order to, you know, earn an income. Exactly. The the downside of of that uh, business model is I am the product. So I can only be in one place at one time. I can only do one nine o'clock show on a Saturday evening for a wedding. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't be in two places. So it was quite limiting. But uh, I guess the, the, the fees charged um, are are okay. I mean, they make up for that, but it's still quite a limited a limiting business model. Right. And then when, when was your first sort of encounter with the possibility of going online? And, and what was sort of going through your head when you saw that you could potentially do magic online? And did you think it was something that was possible or you wanted to stay away from it at first? Or what, what were your thoughts about taking what you were doing, sort of performing, and then somehow bringing it online? It, it was a slow and gradual process. And it started with uh, a frustration. I left South Africa to come back to the United Kingdom. We had a family tragedy. Um, it, it, we, we lost our son. It was a really, really sad time. 
Um, and everything we built around us just kind of didn't mean anything anymore for myself, my wife and my daughter, Kristen. And we looked around and, and thought, what next now? What next? Um, life was at an all-time low. I had been born in the UK, as I've said, so I had the passport. And, and maybe in a way, I was running away. But we decided to come to the UK and have a fresh start, uh, new scenery, new people around us, maybe to, to kind of... Uh, I don't know, spur something new and, and, and deaden the pain slightly. I left a really uh, good career as a magician in South Africa where I was known in the market. I had a good name. I was known by all the agents. The phone didn't stop ringing. And I brought my, my act to the UK. And I was now in a country where nobody knew me. And my years on television made absolutely no difference to anybody. Mm -hmm. So I, I did uh, what any good entertainer would do. And I, I contacted all the booking agents I contacted the booking agents and out of 40 booking agents, which I contact and hand wrote letters to, I had one reply. Wow. I was absolutely devastated. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I, I had limited amounts of funds that we brought over. I had come first. My family was still in South Africa. And my job was to kind of get us a base, find us a home uh, and bring my family over. And uh, I ended up walking the streets of, of the town, the home town that I now live in, Warrington, uh, day after day, wearing a suit, going from store to store to store, knocking on stores saying, hey, look, I'll do anything. I'll sweep your floor. I'll pack your shelves because I just couldn't get any work as a magician. The, the one reply that I got from the agencies um, pretty much said, yeah, okay, we'll pop you on our books. And when I phoned the others to see why I wasn't getting a response, they were saying, well, we have entertainers that we've worked with for so many years that do a great job. Why do we need another magician? We got one. Mm. Um, so that was the, the situation I was in. So I kind of went knocking on the doors and I eventually picked up some work and again, soul destroying. I felt like I'd, I'd been sent to prison, Pat, uh, because all that freedom of the entertainer was, was ripped away from me. And I thought, how can I get back into this? And I went on the internet and, and I went onto the, 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 the uh, Google search engine and started having a look around. And I saw that people had websites and that People weren't really advertising in yellow pages anymore to get gigs. It was kind of reaching out electronically and online. Um, so I set about learning how to build a website. And I did it step by step using YouTube videos and just scrounging around the internet, getting anything I could. And I put together a really simple uh, website and started getting some work trickling in. And it took a couple of years. It took a couple of years to get the knowledge and the know-how uh, and my marketing got better and better and better. Um, I listened to people like yourself, Pat, and, and just took on the, the really good information that is out there and grew the business to a point where I was able to leave uh, the chains. I was able to break the chains of, of the day-to-day -day job that, that I was not enjoying and go full-time back into the magic. Um, so I guess that was the first steps into online. All of the business was generated online, and it was about getting the right kind of traffic to the site mm -hmm. and then converting that traffic. And I learned so much about it and I still am. You know, I tweak my site all the time and I measure the conversions and I measure what happens on that. Uh, and I now have more work than I can possibly handle and I'm very grateful for that. But listening to um, yourself, Pat, and, and looking around, I saw that that 
that having to be there and deliver the, the, the magic in one place at one time, I saw the limitations of that and a whole new world was opened of this online marketing where you can have products, where you can engage with people um, all over the world and you can engage with multiple people at the same time and this really kind of ticked a box for me and it was something I really wanted. So I started exploring how I could get magic and kind of uh, uh, spread that out and, and get something to to share with the world as opposed to share with the audience that was in front of me. And, and, and it was step by step looking at how that may happen. And then um, niche, niche site Jewel 2 came up. And I guess... <laughs> That that for me was was uh, was a catalyst. Yeah, niche site dual two point We'll talk about that in a second. But let's go back to this first website you created. This first one that sure. you did online. This was a website yep. that you said you were um, getting traffic for and 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 converting that traffic into what was this for live performances still? What it is um, when when you're looking as an entertainer. So f- first of all, the traffic that you that that um, I need to target with a uh, website is very very local traffic i tra- purposely traffic target uh, target traffic i can't even speak that <laughs> target traffic within a 25 mile radius of my home we work in miles here i don't know what it is in the states it's miles here miles. 25 mile radius yeah um which is not a huge area so but i need local traffic because i'm 200 miles from london so if i get an inquiry in london that's a long way to go which makes me price prohibitive because I've got to charge travel. I can only do the one gig on that day. So mm-hmm. I've pretty much got to double or triple my fees. So it's about concentrated traffic. So that was interesting because a lot of the information out there is how to target mass traffic. And, and the more traffic you can get your site, the better. Well, for me, it's not the case. The more qualified traffic I can get to my site, the better. So it's about local businesses. It's about local companies that I can feed um, uh, work through. It's about local search engine optimization. And all I'm looking for is for them to fill out my inquiry form. All over my site, um, there are calls to action to, hey, get a quote. Hey, check if your date is still available. Uh, check what kind of packages we can offer for you. And all those calls of, to action lead through to a, uh, a form. That form is linked to uh, Aweber. Mm-hmm. And when they fill out that form, um, it gives me all of their information that I need to give them a quote, but it also puts them on my autoresponder, which starts um, sending them out information that is really relevant to them at this time. I'm speaking now specifically about my children's entertainment business because the market is absolutely huge. It's massive. So somebody's looking for a party for their uh, five-year-old son. He's about to have his party. They, they may see my site. They'll fill in a form to inquire uh, and then the next day, they'll get uh, some really cool party tips. It's timeous. Uh, the day cool. after that, they'll get a party checklist. So, And I found that that has just skyrocketed the, my conversions as opposed to just sending a quote out. Yes, yeah, send out a quote. But they also get some really useful information. And again, that, to be honest with you, Pat, I picked it up from you. Give good quality content that is relevant to the audience and they will come back to you. Only yesterday, I had uh, autoresponder number five, which is day five, because the party is usually uh, pretty close to when they look to book it. So Mm. we send out the information pretty quickly. Um, A a client saying, you know, you guys have just been so helpful. I want to place my business with you because you understand 
um, what we're doing. We're putting a party together and you've been so helpful in the information you've given us. Everyone else just sent us a quote. So that kind of helps us stand out and we get the, uh, the form in, send out our quote um, and, and we have a conversion rate from there as well. That's huge. So you're converting more people after you give the quote. It's down the line when, when they're getting this content from you. Definitely. And then the, uh, the autoresponder kicks in uh, around 300 and odd days after they made their initial inquiry saying, hey, uh, you contacted us, contacted us oh, last year genius. for the fifth birthday party. you got a party coming up. How can we help you this year? That is so sweet. That That is really cool. And, and for everybody listening, I want you to understand this. You know, even though there are parts of your business where somebody has to be there, where maybe it's you providing a service, there are still ways to use what is available to automate it. And obviously, Ken's doing a great job of doing that, not only getting traffic to a site. And I want to ask a question about the tools you're using as far as targeting your 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 target audience. Um, but once they get to a site and they 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 fill in an inquiry, I mean, he's I mean, he's he's having Aweber and the autoresponder do the marketing for him. And I'm sure you've tested the copy in each of those emails, and you've got it down to almost a science as far as exactly how many days they should be and when they should get what message. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's awesome. That's that's so cool, Ken. So I think that's a lesson for everybody. It doesn't matter if you have a information business or you're still providing a service. There are ways to automate parts of your business, and you should absolutely be doing that so you can do more of what you need to be doing, so you can perform more, so you can provide more value to your customers that you can only do yourself while other parts of your business are working for you. Sure, so definitely. as far as you know, the local SEO and targeting um, are you using like Google AdWords? Are you using Facebook? How are you? How are you getting this target um, market to come to your site? We do have a Facebook page, um, which is great, and we post uh, uh, interesting information from all the parties we go to. So if there's an interesting cake, we'll pop that on there, um, and and that gives us a, a bit of traffic. Google local Google AdWords, absolutely first class. Cannot fault it. Uh, again, it's about knowing your audience. It's about tweaking your copy, as you said there. Um, I'm pretty uh, obsessive compulsive, I guess is the word, <laughs> with my copy. I change it all the time and I'll change a word here and a headline there just to see what kind of difference it makes. And it really, it's, I think of it like the evolution of man. Ever, well, and of course, woman. Uh, you've got your evolution, <laughs> got to be politically correct. Absolutely. Your evolution as you're going through evolution is is it built in such a way that it split tests us it gives us little changes as we go along and that that doesn't work dies that that does work just becomes super super successful um, and i'm a great believer in just change it and try it change it and try it change it and try it and uh, years and years later now i'm still tweaking my copy all the time because it's never going to be perfect. And, and, and the audience will teach me what they want to see. Mm -hmm. uh, so G Google AdWords is about 50% of my uh, business. And the other 50% is, is um, organic search. But it's organic search, understanding the areas uh, that I want to work in, targeting those areas with the, with the, the keywords. So if I'm looking at a children's entertainer, it might be children's entertainer, Nutsford. And those areas are very, it, it's like, I guess, ninja laser targeted marketing because I only pick the areas that we want to work in. And the product that we offer will only appeal to people within a certain income bracket. If you're struggling uh, to get by and pay your bills, it's unlikely uh, that you're going to have 
three, four hundred dollars to have a children's entertainer come to a party. So it's about targeting the right audience as well. Mm. If I do get booked for a wrong audience, somebody who's really struggling to to afford this, all the guests at that party, which I can potentially market to, are the wrong audience as well. If I get the right audience, everybody at that party is the right audience as well. So it, it is my business to, to not just get business, but to get good business. So part of our strategy is to say no occasionally as well. Um, because for me to give my best and to perform my best, I need to be working for my target market. So it's targeted down to areas uh, that are maybe a little more affluent. There's overflow on that as well. Mm. Loads of work from word of mouth because I get to stand in front of 35 children with their mums uh, and sometimes the dads are there as well and I get to do my magic show and I get to entertain the children and they get to laugh and they get to just enjoy it and there's no better marketing than that. Maybe that's offline marketing but yeah, it yeah. still drives them through to the website. I give out a colouring in picture to the kids at the end. It's got the web address on and that brings them in as well. Oh, so I was going to say, is there anything you do to sort of make sure people understand who you are when you know, the party's over. So that's cool. That That's really cool. I think we could even end the show right there and that'd be a ton of value for people. Um, we could, but I want, but obviously we mentioned Niche Site Duo 2.0. And so let, let's pick up where we left off from there. Um, I had mentioned, you know, a while back, almost a year back now, that I was going to start another niche site tool. I had been, um, I, I had done niche site tool 1.0 from 2010, where I created SecurityGuardTrainingHQ.com. That is did really well, got to number one in Google. Is continually, even today, still making between a thousand and three thousand dollars a month. But times have changed since then, and Google has changed a lot, many times. And so a lot of people were like, Pat, you got to do another niche site tool. Let's let's put it to the test and see what works, see what doesn't again. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So then I thought it would be a good idea to not only have to do this, you know, on my own, um, but to have other people in my audience come and join me. And, you know, of course, that's what niche site tool is about. And we, we all kind of as a community do this together and learn from each other. And you can go to nichesitedual.com to join sort of a forum there where a lot of people are doing this too. Um, but I thought it'd be even cooler to get maybe five or six people, individuals to come in that we can meet on a regular schedule. We could help each other out hold each other accountable and keep each other focused. And so I, ha- I had this whole application process and I had no idea what kind of response I was going to get as far as the interest in this. And, and I had to read over, gosh, I can't remember, but it was over a thousand, I think, um, applications. And I had people fill in five different questions or five to eight different questions, I think. I I can't even remember, but it was so long. I had spent a whole week, four or five hours a day reading the applications because I wanted to be fair to everyone. And I ended up picking uh, five or six people or six, six people. Ken, you were one of those people because of um, just the answers that you shared. And and I could tell the passion that you had for the topic that that you wanted to do. And um, also, I could tell you did your research on it. And so... You know, you joined the group. I mean, what were you expecting, or what what were your thoughts when when you got selected into this sort of um, sort of mastermind group? I guess you could say for Niche Site Tool Two Point When I uh, applied, when when I sat down and wrote what I wrote through the, to you that that you read that you kind of during your selection process, um, I remember as I was reading that, thinking, you know. This is potentially one of those one of those game changers. There's certain things that I've done within my life 
that have been game changers that have changed the direction that I've gone in. And I saw this as one of those. And I thought, you know, you got to try this. And I sent it in. When I heard, I, I was just over the moon. It, it, <laughs> I just knew something, something really special was going to come from this because I, I bring my passion. I, I bring my drive. I bring consistency and focus, which, which are my main tools that, are, that I have in my toolbox that I've learned through the years with consistency. With focus, you can accomplish anything you really set your heart to. But it is hard work. I think sometimes there is a, a, a misconception that the online, online uh, marketing world is a glamorous world with shiny lights and, and it's really easy to do. But at the end of the day, it, it's about hard work. It's about putting in the hours and it's, it's about that focus and that consistency. But I, was, I, I knew I had that to bring. So I was really excited because I know you hold so many contacts. I know you hold so much um, information that you, you, you've kind of soaked up during your journey. And uh, you, you share that within our mastermind group. And soaking that up and putting that into action has been amazing. It has shook my world in more ways than just the, the Nishite Jewel uh, 2.0 site that I have up. Um, it, it has had ramifications uh, just beyond my wildest dreams is what I can say. <sighs> Ken, now my heart is smiling. Um, this is awesome. So let's talk about what happened. You know, you, you joined in and what? tell everybody what your, your niche was. Okay. Um, I, it, it stems back to when I was a kid. I remember this is before the days of the internet. If, if you can imagine there were such days. <laughs> I was, I was a, maybe a boy of 10 and 11 and I really wanted to learn magic. The only place I could get any information was from books I got from my library it was so limiting. I savored those books. It was like eating really expensive chocolates. I, I would save them and just read a page a day so that I wouldn't work through it so quickly because I knew that the books would run out. No internet. And I struggled to learn. I found it frustrating. When I went and bought magic sets, they were just full of plastic rubbish, to be honest with you. It wasn't proper magic. It wasn't what I was looking for. So I wanted to build a site that would help me when I was 10. It was a, a site that would show me how to learn magic, but differentiate from the kind of YouTube videos that all they do is show you a magic trick and then expose it because that for me does not feel ethical. I wanted to build a site that showed a magic trick and then actually took you through step by step showing you how that is done, but taught you the important factors behind that, the ethics behind that, and how to perform it because at the end of the day, a magician is an actor playing the part of a magician. And your performance will be successful based on how you perform it, not from the magic or the trick that you do, as is evidenced by um, the presentation you did, Pat. You got, you got great reactions from that because of your performance, not because of a magic trick. Um, so the site was about sharing that information, really good quality information for uh, young people from maybe the age of six uh, up to, well, we, we have, to be honest with you now, uh, lots of grown-ups that, <laughs> that say, I'm 45 and I, I get lots from this site as well. So, but the magic on there is really, really super cool. So that was, that was the, uh, the, the niche that I was looking at. And when I did the research, I found that the, the search to magic tricks for kids was huge. And when I had a look at what the competition was and what, what was being served for those keywords, 
it was a load of really AdSense heavy spammy sites with the bare minimum that they would have to get through to get their site ranked, which mm -hmm. made my heart sink and sad because that is not servicing, <clears throat> excuse me, Pat, that's not servicing that audience. I wanted to service that audience. So that's, that was the idea that those are the keywords. Right. So, you know, I saw that in your application. I was like, that's cool. I can connect with that because when I was a kid, I wanted to do magic tool, uh, magic too. So then we started discussing this. We got into a nice little uh, Google Hangout and we started talking about sort of our first steps. And do you remember what some of the first steps I had for you after sort of that initial conversation? This was before that site was launched. You just had the idea that you wanted to serve this niche. Um, do you remember some of the first steps that you took from that point forward? I do. Uh, the, the thing that was so valuable for me, and again, another game changer, not something I would have thought of myself, um, was the 200 outreach list, contacting uh, 200 websites that would complement that that I was about to launch, 200 Facebook pages that would complement uh, Magic Tricks for Kids, uh, and writing them an email saying, hey, this is what we're doing and seeing if there was some, kind of some synergy there. And when you shared the, the 200 outreach concept, um, I was a little skeptical, to be honest, thinking, well, who's really going to be interested in this? You know, you're going to be bothering busy people. And I know my inbox is absolutely full of people <laughs> wanting stuff from me on a daily basis. But I put together a, a little bit of copy uh, and uh, did the research um, and sent it out. I found doing the research really, really valuable because I started to see other places where um, children and parents were engaging. Now, the, the kind of sites that I was targeting, and this came again from the mastermind group and from sharing it with yourself and the other members of that, is that I should be targeting uh, a parent and child type sites, craft sites, art sites, uh, what you can do with your children type sites, because that's where you got parents and children together. Because one of the, um, I guess, weaknesses that I saw with this niche is that I need to get to the parents to be able to get the, the, the kids in because children may not have their own accounts. They may not have their own YouTube accounts. It, it was about targeting the parents to get that through to the kids. So, and, and researching those found so many and so many interesting sites there, sent it out and had an amazing um, response from that. People were really open to it. There so, were many that didn't respond, but lots that did. Right. I mean, that, that I, I did the same thing for foodtrucker.com. And for those of you listening, if you go back to SPI podcast session 67, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 67, that's an interview with Neil Patel, who is where I got this you know, idea for this outreach program for. You, know, you go out and find 200 related websites that you could potentially work with or who could potentially link to your site or who could potentially sort of you can collaborate with over time. 200 Twitter accounts, 200 Facebook uh, pages, and you create this spreadsheet. And I found that myself when I did this research, and a lot of other people in the group said this too, that it's just so eye-opening to see who else is out there that it, it, it just kind of expands your um, your just initial thinking into something much bigger and also shows you what's missing out there. You're able to see, okay, yep. well, what else is out? What, what could I provide that all these other people are not? Um, and that's something that was, that was big for me. Um, but, you know, going back to Neil Patel, I mean, that, that was, that was huge and eye opening for, for me too. But then how, how did, what, what did you say to people? Okay. So people are listening to this interview right now. Okay. You make this list. So then what do you do with this list? You just send a random email and say, Hey, I'm thinking of creating this website or, what are you supposed to, what, what, what sort of, 
how did you sure. leverage that list that you created? Well, f- firstly, it's about it's about speaking to them and being interested in what they have and being genuinely interested in what they have, their site. So I took the time to look around their site so that I could speak about their site and, and what I liked about their site. Um, and I guess that's a great way to start anything because I'm speaking about them and their site and they're obviously very passionate about that. Um, I then mentioned that uh, I was I was launching uh, magictricksforkids.org and that I would really value their help. And I guess when, when I was a young boy, I read a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's mm. a phenomenal book. And, and I highly recommend everyone should read it. It's, it's just Absolutely. got wisdom in it. And in that book, one of the things it says, says is if you want someone to to kind of like you, ask them to do you a favor. <laughs> and it, it, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, you know, how can people like you? But if you, because what it does is it kind of says, you know, you have done this, you, you've got all this, I'm about to start this. I wonder, you know, would you, would you be able to help me? Could you please help me? And I asked, I, I directly said, you know, you've done this, you, you've forgotten uh, the stuff I've still got to learn here. And I would so much value if you would give a little bit of your time, if you can, to help me out here. Um, and they were so giving with that. And and it's just interesting in looking back on it now, um, I got over uh, 35 blog opportunities from, from the 200 list. That's a good closing ratio for 200 emails sent out to 35 hits. That's that. That's not the negotiations. That's the actual closes on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that proved to be pretty successful. I kept the um, the sales copy really short. So, I speak about them. I outlined what I was doing, and then really asked them if they would be able to help me. And um, th- those thirty four uh, those blog post opportunities I got are over and above people who said, look, I haven't got the time now, but I'll send you a tweet out or I'll, I'll pop you on my Facebook page. So there was, there was really good. It, and you know, the, the interesting thing is I'm still in contact with so many of them. And when I look at my links into my site, uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of links into my site from, from uh, mum and kid blogs and parents and child blogs. So it really works. It is the most valuable thing I've done um, in in building this site, without that's, a doubt, that's really cool. So you built this site. Did you did you do a pre launch process? Like you sort of had a coming soon page, and you started building a list. Is that how, is that how you sort of launched the website part of this? I, I most certainly did, and I used a fantastic um, tool called Lead Pages. Uh, it allows you to put up a, a coming soon page, which I think you know. <laughs> You, you go along to a site that is half built, not there. This site is under construction. I don't feel valued when I see a site like that. If I go to a site and it says under construction, I leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Um, I go to a site and it says, hey, we've got something really exciting coming. Give me your name and your email address. You're getting on my VIP list. I'm going to tell you when it's launching. And not only that, I'm going to give you something now. So I gave three tricks away, uh, three of my favorite tricks that I use in my professional work. Um, to those who who shared their email address and their name, and that was really successful. Uh, it, it, I was able to measure that as well. But lead page is a great, great tool. I was able to measure that, and I had a base so that the day that I went live, and we went live with five magic tricks, I was able to say, "Hey guys, we're open. 
come on in, come and have a look around. Welcome. You guys are the first. Um, so that was really, really uh, very useful again. And that again came from the mastermind group and yourself putting in and, and of course the feedback from the others as well. How many people did you have on the list on day one? I think it was around about 200 that I had on hmm. day one. Um, I mean, that's a great... I, I, I was fine. Yeah. That's, I mean, what, typically when people start blogs, they're writing for nobody. You know, we, yeah. even for the first month or two, you're, you don't have 200 people coming to your site yet. And a lot of times you're writing your absolute best content because you're the most excited at that point. But it's such a drainer when you see that you're getting five hits a day. And that's probably because... You told your mom about the site, or you know your your friends and family. I mean, or maybe it's counting your own visits to the site. But I love. I mean, same thing for Food Trucker. On day one, we had a we had a great list of people who just came to the site immediately. I had an audience. Um, the the tricky thing with the food truck site is if I have my target audience, food truck owners, share. Um, you know, on their Twitter accounts or Facebook pages, they're not sharing to my target audience. That's that's the sort of yep. big challenge that I have. So, um, you know, I'm still trying to explore and test things and figure that out as far as, you know, how to best leverage my relationship that I have with my target audience, even though the easiest thing to do is share something. And I, th I think that's why also uh, magic is really cool because magic is something that, you know, it's, you, you see something instantly and it's just amazing and you want to share it and you, you want to be the person that shares it with somebody else and shows it. So there's a lot of viral opportunities here. So that's really cool that you had a, an audience on day one of your launch. And I think that's that's really awesome. What are you feeling right now is, is has become the most successful part of, of your website? I mean, how is your website doing, by the way? It's doing absolutely outstanding beyond my wildest dreams. Um, it, we hit page one of Google back in, in January um, and the, the, the stats just skyrocketed. And I've just now um, uh, hit page one of uh, page two of Google, but it's a really high ranking word um, on the 6th of February. And again, the, the stats have absolutely skyrocketed. Awesome. So it, it's doing really well. Just going slightly back to small step back to to having an audience when you start it for me it was really helpful because i i, I was creating content for someone i had accountability i had an audience out there mm. so i i wasn't going well you know it's it's going out there into a big black hole i knew there were people out there depending on that information um when i look at the stats and i look at the people that come to the um to, to the site it it's all very good and i can share it with you because i've got the exact stats here it's um please yeah uh, in the last 30 days, 6,540 visits mm. of that 17,428 page views. I'm getting a lot of views. So they're coming to the site and they're staying for quite a Almost while. three page views per, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, uh, the, the, and my average visit is four minutes, and, uh, four minutes 23 seconds, which is, is fantastic for, for my site. When I look at my children's entertainment site, um, they're there for a very short period of time. They jump in, they get what they want, and they leave. But the, the magic site, people are there, they're looking around, they're spending some time there, they're looking, they're engaging with the content, which I'm very grateful for. But the big payoff for me is not the traffic, it's not all those stats. That's all great, and it's a great way to measure. But I get emails. I get emails from dads saying, hey, here's some pictures of my uh, boy <sighs> awesome. uh, doing magic at the, at the school concert. I've got a, a, a kid, um, uh, Jake Ace is his stage name, he was just Jake dying. For the heat. Yeah, so what cool. a what a lo <laughs> it's just a classic. And Jake is me when I was ten. 
he, there he is. That it, I found him. And Jake uh-huh. um, from this site has now, it's just taken his magic to the next level. He's gone and joined his local magic club. He's now working in a magic shop over weekends. And uh, we have a, a magician in, in the UK called Paul Daniels. Uh, very famous, and he did years of, of television work, and he met Paul Daniels uh, uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, and on uh, magictricksforkids.org, uh, I've got a page up for him, and that's something we're looking at doing now is uh, building pages for for the people that kind of engage and maybe letting them write blog articles every now and again of how they're finding it, you know, so almost from the actual people who are engaging from the people that are finding it useful. That is that is wonderful. Just sort of like how you're on my show now and sharing how I've been useful for you. You know, it'll, it'll, it's, it's, it's just like that. And I think it'd be awesome if you had pictures, you know, even videos of, 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 of Jake the – was it Jake the He's Ace? on there. Oh, he oh he's on there. Oh, he's got so a page. Awesome. He's, I've put his page up. Uh, he's on there. He's got a little video we'll of a trick that. that he learned on, on, uh, on our site, and, and he's performing it there. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That That is – I mean, I got a little teary-eyed when you started saying that because I, I mean, I get emails. I mean, about similar, you know, in similar fashion, and it's just that's that's what I that's why I do what I do, you know. And 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 I I feel like you know I want more of that. You know, I want more handwritten letters when I go to the post office and pick that up because I know that then I am doing what I need to do or I'm doing things the right way. And I know that I won't even have to look at my analytics, even though that's important because you want to understand what's going on. You know, the more letters I get, the more thanks I get, the more I know my traffic is going up and, and people are spending more time on my site. So that is so awesome, Ken. That That, that is so cool. And, ha- you know, I just actually, uh, you know, I'm on your site right now and I, I clicked on over to your YouTube channel. Oh, and yes. uh, you have, let's see, how many videos do you have up now? You have quite a bit of number of videos and some I'm seeing are, Gosh, there's thousands of views on these. Yeah, um, it's, it's amazing. You, you just passed. You, I, I see a hundred, or I see a thousand and one subscribers. I don't know if you knew you knew that you just passed a thousand subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> when I did my research for 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 our chat today, I was on nine hundred and seventy-two. So I'm glad it's it's sprung oh, up. Yeah, awesome. I'm so glad that we could that I was able to share that uh, with you here because that's a huge milestone. Um, how has YouTube been as far as uh, helping you? drive traffic and, and, you know, becoming a part of your brand. Stepping right back to those early days before launch and, and the mastermind group and the meetings we had and that that we shared magic is a visual art. Um, Oh, I just want to share with you. I do have a, uh, a, a mind reading magic trick that I can share with your audience right here on your show. I can read everybody's mind, by the way, Pat, but we'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) We'll get to that in a moment. Magic is generally a visual art, you know, because there's nothing I would like more than to show you a magic trick now with a pack of cards, but it's going to mean nothing to anybody. (laughs) But YouTube is a visual medium. It is fantastic because people engage in YouTube and they watch Um, And again, it's coming back to a a lot of the stuff on YouTube I found was kind of poor quality, was just about here's a trick, here's how it's done. So keying into YouTube with a good quality, well-produced video uh, showing good magic and how to perform it was the the seed of the idea. 
started the YouTube channel. And like you say, I mean, the, the, the views now, it's been 143,625 views mm. since we started that. And it's not a, 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 a long time and, and people are subscribing. And what's really important, I'm looking at the comments on the videos. The comments on the videos are quality. It's the right people that those videos are getting to. And it's gaining its own momentum. It's huge. Hey, and it generates a little bit of money as well, which I'm glad of. But YouTube is my main platform. Interestingly enough, although I have links through to the site uh, from all the YouTube videos, a lot of my audience choose to just engage with my content on YouTube. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, wherever they're at, that's where you need to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that that's oh, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, so so YouTube is 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 doing good, and that's your primary platform. I think it's important to you know, obviously, it's 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 clear and plain, simple. I mean, you do magic; it's visual. You should be on YouTube. You know, so yeah. for all of you listening, you know, what is your primary platform? And you want to really make sure that you hone in on that, and also see where your audience is and be there. Um, you know, and, and engage with them and talk to them. And, and, and one other thing I want to point out before we, we keep talking about this is, you know, uh, you know, I love the videos. They all have really clear, fun looking, uh, thumbnails. You know, I could, I could go to trick 13 and I see, you know, it's, it says magic bowling pin illusion and, and there's pictures oh, yeah. of bowling pins and I can click on that. And, and, uh, that one in particular has 1500 views. Um, but then each of the videos they feature not just you and you're wearing you know your your hat and and you're 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 performing but your daughter also like yeah. how cool is that That's that Kristen. you get you get to do this with Kristen it is just and th- th- that was another one of the 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 criteria for this i don't want this to be work pat this this for me is something to share with the family when you're looking at those videos and you look at those thumbnails the graphics you see on the thumbnails, that's Colette, my wife. She puts those together for me. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, she also does the instructions. If you if you go to the ma- um, magictricksforkids.org website, every trick has got a downloadable PDF, and it's really beautifully made. Colette spends a lot of time. She's a photographer. That's that's what the path she chose in life. So it, everything is photographed, so the instructions are really clear, uh, concise, and easy to follow. So that's her her input. Kristen, only during school holidays, because you'll find some of the uh, the videos, it's just me on my on my own. But during school holidays, Kristen is in and she does the magic with me. Kristen is now 10. When she was six years old, um, she entered a local uh, talent show. There were hundreds and hundreds of entrants and she won it wow. doing a magic show. Magic is cool <laughs> and it's cool for girls as well. And kids absolutely love it. They love magic. Oh man, I, I I did a couple magic tricks for Keone, and uh, he just oh, yeah. he just face lit up, and he was like, "How did you do that? Like how did?" <laughs> like he was going nuts, and I was just it was so cool to be you know like, and I remember my dad doing a few magic tricks for me too, and you know I I, I keep those memories with me forever, you know. Um, as far as producing these videos, um, and but before we get into monetization, really quick, um, sure. But are, are you producing these at home or do you go to a studio or how, is, how are you creating these videos, which is obviously the, the primary method of producing yep. content for your audience? Okay. Well, I, I think the, 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 the first part of that is the formula that we're using is that of batch processing. So we set up and we shoot um, eight to 12 videos in a day. Um, we're shooting it with two cameras. Um, we're shooting it with a photographic uh, roll-up backdrop uh, and uh, a whole pile of lights uh, so that we get some good lighting on there. And 
we live in the UK, Pat, and in the UK, the houses are terribly, terribly small. I remember South Africa, we had massive houses because there was an abundance of land. It's at a premium in the UK, so the houses are, are, are tiny, tiny. And as much as I would love to have it all set up in here, there just isn't space. So we go out uh, to our local church around the corner. They very kindly allow us to use a room, oh, and wow. we take a day, and we shoot all day. So from early morning, and we don't leave until it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> so we shoot it all in one go and uh, we have a great time we take sangwiches and we take music to play in the background while, while we to keep us enthused and oh we just we just rock and roll we have a lovely time we we have a great day out uh, and we come home and we've got some some content for for the audience it, it couldn't be better that's cool yeah it doesn't sound like work at all it just sounds like no. a good time with the family oh yeah that's fantastic oh. and let's talk about uh monetization you said you're making sure. a little bit of money from your youtube videos is that yep. through your adsense account on those videos it is it's the the adverts that the, the jump up on youtube um 121 dollars uh in income from that uh so it's not a massive amount but that's not what's important to me right now um and then further monetization on the site itself um from going about this and when i when i started this story with you pat i said you know, this shook my world in ways I could not have imagined. Mm -hmm. From all the research, from reaching out, from doing the 200 list, and from building this site, I met a, 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 a magician in Australia. Um, his name is Julian Mather. He also has a, um, a YouTube channel also teaching magic. He's got, a, he's got a video out there that has had over a million views. i got to wow. take note of this man. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote I wrote him an email and I said, hey, I'm doing this similar kind of thing. Um, can we have a chat? Can we get together? And we formed kind of a little mastermind group and we, we touch base uh, once a week. Um, and uh, he has a product showing teaching magic and I have an affiliate link in on that. Uh, and that's doing really well as well. So that, oh, that's, cool. that's bringing in some money. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I'm sure there's, there's going to be a lot more opportunities down the road. Um, we have... We already have them in the pipeline. We are starting a um, a business uh, called magicianbusiness.com, which will show entertainers and magicians how to optimize their sites to get the most out of it. So it's about squeezing every last drop out. All the stuff I wish I'd known when I landed in the UK, uh, if I'd have known it, I wouldn't have had to have gone and knocked on those doors in Warrington. So I want to share that. We want to share that. That's fantastic. Ken, just that, that is... I mean, this is awesome because obviously we were working on this stuff when you didn't have a site at all. And now here you are and yep. you're doing these other things and you're, um, you know, I think the biggest lesson here is that you, you are, you are really em embracing this opportunity and the opportunities that are ahead of you and, and, and actually taking action and doing, you know, a lot of us, we want things to happen, but we don't take the action necessary to give those opportunities a chance to happen. And here you are, you're, you're, you're grasping these opportunities, you're taking them and you're making them happen. You're actually going and reaching out to a local church and you're filming there and you're just making it, you know, having a blast. You're reaching out to people that you know you should pay attention to. Just, you know, kudos to you, Ken. And I, I can't wait to, you know, have you back on the show like next year just to see, you know, what's, what's happened, uh, you know, 12 months later from now. Um, Thank you so much. Any quick Quick pieces of advice. I mean, I want to get to this magic trick because I, I don't know, I, I don't know what Ken's about to do. We he told me he wanted to do something for for the audience, uh, like a magic trick of some kind. And so I, I honestly yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Um, but sure. um, 
Yeah, well, one one tip for for everybody out there who's 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 working on a blog and and um, you know trying to build an audience. What 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 is one tip that you have now? I mean, you you've been doing it. What what would you say yeah. to somebody? The the secret for me remains those two words. It is focus, consistency. Get your goal in mind. Focus on it. It's so easy to be sidetracked when there's a, a new product launch or a new bit of software or a new. Uh, social media platform to go and play on. Focus. Get your goal. What is it that you? Where are you going? Where are you going? Focus. Consistency. Every single day, take a step in that direction. Focus and consistency. That's Love it. it. Love it. Okay, now let's do, let's get to this. We need like a drum roll, or I don't know how this how is going. You've got to have a drum roll. We've got to have a. I don't know if you can hear that. That's that's my very weak version of a drum roll in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're, you're so much better. You can do the beatbox thing. Um, right. Well, I'm going to share this with you. And uh, in the true spirit of uh, magictricksforkids.org, I will, I will pop up uh, the script if, if uh, any of the audience, if you guys want to use this, go ahead. It is amazing. Uh, it really is. Uh, so a little bit of over the airwaves mind reading. Here we go. So we're going to start with something that everybody can... Uh, relate to. We're going to pick a number, but it's just mentally. Don't say what the number is. Pick a number between, let's make it between one and 10. Nice and easy. Pick a number between one and 10. Do you have one? I do. Brilliant. Now we're going to do a little bit of multiplication here. So I know I need a calculator when I do this. So if you, if you need a calculator, grab one, but it's a nice simple sum. We're going to multiply the number you're thinking of by nine. Hopefully, we should have a bit of an insight into our nine times table. So whatever number you have, you're going to multiply that by nine. So if I was thinking of two, it would be two times nine is 18. It would give me that total. So you should have a total in your mind. Some now. people out there are like, my number was two. How did you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's the truth. <laughs> but then there's other people who are like, this didn't work okay, on Hold on. I, I picked two because I think very few people will pick two. Um, so you've, you've, you've probably got a double-digit number in your mind at the moment. Now, what we're going to do is add the two digits together. So if you were thinking, if the m number in your head is 34, you're going to say 3 plus 4 is 4, 5, 6, 7. So you're going to add the two digits together for me. Yeah. Have you done that? I've done that. Brilliant. From the number you have, just so that there is no way I can know what you're thinking of, let us subtract, let's call it five. Let's subtract five from that and it'll leave you with a new total. Okay. You have a total. Brilliant. Everyone has a total in their mind. Now we're going to make this interesting. This is not about telling you what number you're thinking of. That could be mathematical. Let's take it out of mathematical oh. and make it truly awesome. What we're going to do is we're going to allocate a letter of the alphabet to the number we're thinking of. So if we were thinking of two, it would be a B because B is two. And if it was three, it would be a B, C. So you're going to get to the letter of the alphabet that corresponds with your number. Tell me when you have it. All right, I have it. Brilliant. Let's go international. Let's think of a country that starts with the letter that you have in your mind at the moment, Pat. Tell me when you have a country that starts with a letter that is in your mind. Okay. You got one. Brilliant. One. There's no way I can know where you are in the world right now. We're going to take the second letter of the country you are thinking of. Take the second letter of the country you are thinking of. Do you have that? Mm-hmm. And now think of an animal. 
that starts with that letter? Do you have an animal in your mind? I do. Brilliant. Okay, how about you think about the, con- the, the color, the color of the animal that you're thinking of? Okay. You've got, got a it. color? Got it. You've got a color in your mind. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. We started with you thinking of a number. There's no way uh, you then picked a country. There's no way I can know what, what color you're thinking of at the moment. But I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out over the airwaves. I'm looking into people's cars. I'm looking into people's homes. <laughs> That's kind of scary. into people's iPods. And I'm feeling the vibes coming through here. And I'm going to leave you with one word. And that word is, you're thinking of the color gray. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I love it. You, you got me. I had great. Well, it's there. Uh, to be honest with you, that, that trick, it, it, it's a really, really good trick. Uh, it has about a 98% uh, hit rate. You will not have a 100% hit rate on it. Um, but in, in the instructions that I kind of outline, it'll show you where it can go slightly off. Uh, but it works 98% of the time. So if you're working for a, a larger audience or you've got a group of people in front of you, it's an awesome trick people will think that you are amazing, that you can read their mind. And it's step by step. It's mathematical. It's self-working. Um, it basically ends up, uh, well, you can go on the site there and you can download it. It's, it's there for free. Yeah, let's check it. We'll, we'll check it out for sure. I'll put a link on the show notes. The show sure. notes for this are going to be at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 101. So session 101. And, you know, it, when you said, I mean, first of all, the way you performed that was great. I mean, obviously, I mean, even though we're, do, we're just on the airwaves, Ken, um, I remember some of the coaching that you did for me talking about how it's not just about the trick, but how you performed it. And so I was sort of following along with you and how you perform that and sort of the, the nuances of what you said and how you said it. And I think that's really important. And even as far as a lesson for everybody here while we, while we finish up is, you know, um, it's hard to it's hard to come up with totally brand new ideas. It's hard to, you know, come up with something completely brand new for your audience. I mean, even though you should try and and, and seek those opportunities, a lot of times what really makes and has an effect on people is the way you present those things, the way that you present these ideas and um, how you go about doing that. That is what can have people remember you and and how you can have an impact on those people. So I, I really appreciate, you know, all the coaching and I, 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 I can't wait for people to use this and, and so we can hear how people react. And I, I remember you teaching me a trick that had a sort of very, very high percentage success rate, not a hundred percent. And I was a little worried because I actually had seen that trick done before, but you, you said, no, do it to your audience. You're going to get an amazing response and I'll show you, uh, Ken, I'll show you the full video early. Um, people were screaming like, Oh my gosh, like they thought I was like just I mean I, I just you got to see it. The reaction from the crowd was just amazing. Like people screaming <gasps> like oh my what? Like it was great. It was so fantastic. Oh, so looking forward to it. I really <laughs> really am. Sorry, I I I'm getting giddy now talking about magic. I think we're going after we hang up, I'm going to pull out my deck of cards and um try some stuff. Ken, thank well. thank you so much for being on the show. Again, check out magictricksforkids.org and you'll get all the uh, links, of course, at the show notes as well. Smartpassiveincome.com slash session 101. Thank you again so much, Ken, for everything. It is my great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Take care. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ken Kelly from magictricksforkids.org. It's just 
so cool to see somebody that you've been teaching directly one-on-one. And, and, and I wish I could teach everybody one-to-one or mentor people in this sort of really intimate group setting because it's just, it's very pleasurable. It's very fulfilling for me, especially when the students like Ken take chat, takes action. And, um, you know, I wish I could do it for everybody. It's, it's just, it's really hard with, with time. I mean, I, I am devoting and giving a lot of my time for free to this group. However, I feel like that this podcast, my blog, askpat.com, the YouTube videos I create, I'm doing as much as I can to help as many people as possible. And I, and, and I hope you see I do, uh, I'm doing that. And I know you, and I know many of you do. So, you know, if you really enjoy the show and you find value from it, I would hope that you would go to iTunes and leave a quick review for me, an honest review and rating. It really helps the show. I, I swear, when I see two or three reviews come in all at once, it really bumps up the show in the rankings. They, um, you know, as far as the algorithm in iTunes is concerned, rankings and ratings go a very long way. So I appreciate any help and any support you can give on that front. And of course, I'd like to have you support also my sponsor, who I am so happy to put my name next to. That is audiobooks.com. If you go to audiobooks.com slash SPI, you get audiobooks.com for free for 30 days. You also get a free credit to download and listen to any book that you like in their system. They have all the popular books there, fiction, nonfiction. And you also get, and this is only exclusive on audiobooks.com, you can get and download for free my book, Let Go, which was an Amazon bestseller. And, uh, you know, all that at audiobooks.com slash SPI. Thanks again uh, to the guys over there for letting me do that cool deal for you guys listening. And uh, just thank you so much for listening to the show and spending time with me today. Thank you, Ken, for coming on and providing value. Um, And just, I'll see you in the next episode. So much cool stuff happening. I'll see you then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.